0: Right here we are, Isn't back I at the <laughs> Napili with uh, Pete Holmes and Duncan Trussell.
1: I want to say thank you for thinking of me. I'm so happy to be here. This is oh, fun. I was thinking Pete, about why you. Why do you look so beautiful? <laughs> I don't know, man. i beautiful
2: <laughs> than usual. <laughs> do I? You always look beautiful, but I don't know. You got some kind of what's going on with you?
1: I think this this retreat is taking to me much better than the other one. I see. We were already talking off Mike about how uh, and Leah, this is your first one, Leah.
0: We have an audience Third here, one. so There's everybody several. who knows.
1: Yeah, Ragu set, set the stage before yeah, So: start. Oh wait, Pete's pu- got this
2: weird sexy radiance. <laughs> <to it>.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you putting out, man? <laughs>
0: pheromones. I'm, I'm feeling like this it. retreat. It's pheromones. I'm feeling it. Uh, well, we're at the retreat back yes. here in Maui. With Ramdas, Krishnas, Jack Cornfield, Maui? I barely know her. <laughs> 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 all right. Good night. <laughs> last time we were here. Can't,
1: I made you, that joke Remember what you did last time? You would time? love that joke. What?
0: Last time we were here, and we were sitting the three of us together, and you renamed my podcast and took it over, and it was some bullshit New Age thing, and it was horrible. Oh, what did right. I call it?
2: Light of the Waxing Moon with Raghu Marcus? Something yes. like that.
0: It was just awful. Uh, I remember.
1: So, yes, I remember. It. it was a different room. Sorry, Raghu.
0: No. So anyhow, we weren't going to talk about this, but unfortunately I don't think there's a way we can't talk about this, especially since uh, as part of our audience here, uh, Dr. Rick, he and I were in India not very long ago with a group of people and in our travels. uh, And we've talked about uh, this particular being that we met in the middle of the jungle. So it so happens, I'm going to say this, so happens that (laughs) my wife who knows him quite well, would happen to be on a video chat with him and Duncan was walking by, so she turned the thing over to him and he was just telling us that what this was the wackiest thing that-
2: Well no, I think I think I I'll preface it by saying what I what I've thought when you've talked about this, Baba, is I just kind of I don't know, I've just thought, no, no, no,
0: you're not into gurus.
2: No.
1: Oh, I get it. We yeah. were talking. I don't mean to interrupt. I have very little to do with this story, but I will relate to your feeling of dead gurus or good gurus. Because the best. They that be, was it. They become myths yeah. and then they can't hurt you anymore. Like this guy that you're talking <laughs> I can't about. Can't you anymore. You know, anyway. I, I I'm actually writing about this right now and talking about Christ. And I was like, I used to wish that there were video cameras and reporters and stuff, so we could film the crucifixion and the mm-hmm. resurrection and the Last Supper and all that stuff. And now my attitude is, what and ruin it, you know, right? So we could find out that Jesus was a chain smoker and called everyone chief. You know, <laughs> like a, so. What the danger of your living guru is that he could. In our You know You know what I'm saying Like so He could Something could happen And, and it could hurt us Yes It could, could absolutely, damage us Absolutely But I will tell you this Whereas Maraji is, is, is gold You know what I mean Like he's already Becoming mythologized In a beautiful way That can reach me I can project onto him As we all do As opposed to What if I met him It's like that Meeting your heroes I meet him And his hands Really clammy And I'm just kind of like This is who I love Or wait or wait, like, or wait crazy. Or wait Or wait Or wait
2: Or even worse Or even worse like I like, have Oh, clammy
1: hands by the way that was that was that was that's not a real thing. example that's it's called see, projecting i told that's you that's what would happen yeah. I do now yes. let me
2: let me let me produce for you a worse outcome than you run into maharaji and whatever he's smoking cigarettes and he's annoying yeah i'll present a worse
1: which i would be fine with i'd like to say here's I'd, I'd what's still be horrible okay here's that. what's
2: a horrible possibility you run into him and it's all real and now you have to deal with oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. being in the presence You're absolutely of the right. thing they were all talking that's about. That's the deeper fear and that we film The Resurrection, and he in, is. And your ego gets annihilated. And now yeah. you have to deal with the fact that, like, not only d- does your ego get in, but it's more like, you know, you see those videos of people, like, getting sucked over a waterfall or something. Mm-hmm. Like, dum-dums will go swimming and, like... I got uh, the
1: wrong search words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching kittens and stuff. <laughs> I can only fall asleep watching people get sucked over waterfalls. waterfall.
2: <laughs> but, like... But when you're like, you know what I mean. So, but so like the the worst possible thing that could happen, the best possible thing
1: is the worst possible thing.
2: The best possible thing is you run into some alleged guru. Alleged, and you're like, and you're like, Take what? Take it to court. You're, yeah, you're over like, the what, ledge. you're like whatever. In a this guy, like these, these, you know, they're on a bunch of acid. Like these, these are some hippies from like the. This is like the the peak hippie man. Yep. They went over to India on the what's that trail called?
0: The hippie trail they went over to india on the
2: hippie trail ran into the brotherhood of eternal love got blasted on some great owsley acid or whoever was making that stuff sunshine sunshine and then you know came into the presence of a charlatan who did some sleight of hand shit and made them all think he was jesus that's the best possible outcome because in that situation you're going to be able to maintain the integrity of your ego
1: it clicks into place in your brain yeah, that's, I'm, We're saying the same thing, because exactly. I'm saying metaphorically it, it's easier for my mind to wrap mm. around. I go, my attitude these days is Christ rose again, or he didn't. It doesn't really matter to me, and that's like a nice way to not deal with it. But you're saying if I go and and there he is rising from the grave, that's a huge challenge to do? me. Now what? It's what Krishna does, said to me at this retreat. It changed my life. We were talking about real... This, Sometime back yeah. It was like, last year or Last year yeah. And I was like uh, Talking about miracles and stuff And he was like You have a shadow on your heart Is what he said I barely know I barely knew him at the time yeah. And he goes You have a shadow on your heart From when you pretended to believe But didn't mm. And I was like Shit <laughs> And he goes He goes Water into wine is no big deal Compared to the things He had seen I still maintain That it's not exactly the point Which was the Baba that said I give people what they want So they'll want what I give so all the miracles and stuff are just kind of like the neon yeah. sign. So the barker um, at yeah. the carnival. Exactly. It's the yeah. carnival let me, let me Let me
2: put it this way. Yeah. I think one of the worst things that can happen to a person,
1: yeah, like outside I like...
2: of like an IRS audit. <laughs> Every time we go to you, is is you're to just like, going,
1: no, this is what's worse. It's like,
2: no, <laughs> is to see Bigfoot. If you see Bigfoot, you yeah. are so fucked. Yeah, because that dude doesn't wood. pay taxes in the millennium. <laughs> You've got to <laughs> Yeah, you gotta write off these. No, if you see big heads. if you see Bigfoot, you have two choices. So we're you and I are out in the woods, and all of a sudden we both see Bigfoot. He wanders into a clearing. It's Bigfoot. Yeah. It's the Sasquatch. It's a fucking hominid covered in hair. Mystical butterflies are landing in his fur. He's like in tune with nature. You and I from now on, yeah, we either we live have in a to after world. after he hobbles off, you and me have to look at each other and be like we will never talk about this day. Well, yeah. Or we're going to go on coast to coast <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Like, I saw Bigfoot. Right. I swear to God about crazy. Right. So the inconvenience
1: sucks. of a miracle. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's it. The that's inconv- what we're calling this that's podcast. What you call the inconvenience your book. of miracle. Well, I was I was surfing once and a whale. It was a very brief, Raghu. I feel bad. You haven't said very much. A no. whale went under. How us. How can I get a word in edgewise with the two of you? Forget it. <laughs> I'm actually trying to alkalize things. Oh, <laughs> <why>? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, we were on our surfboards, and a whale Val was there went under us, and our brains almost immediately deleted the memory. We loved it, but it was too enormous yeah. in scope to hold. That's it. When I see a whale out, people have been seeing whales jump up and splash. We go,
0: oh, it's a whale like I see in the TV.
1: <laughs> but when it swims under you and something, you feel the suck of this thing's current and it moves your board and you're like, ah, and it came up and it was barnacled and green. It almost looks like my brain. You ever play a video game and the, and the polygons kind of break apart? Yeah. It's like a glitch. It looked like a glitch. It looked uh, like I was looking at a glitch. That's how I remember it. It didn't wow. actually look like a glitch,
0: but as I remembered, I can't That's fully remember. So cool. None of that happens when you see the Sasquatch. <laughs> no just, glitch. No, no glitch. You, seen you mean a your has? You I saw. You seen a Bigfoot? Oh yeah.
1: You've wait, not wait. seen a
2: Bigfoot. Now we have that the That would be
1: a good scoop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to. A, a metaphorical Bigfoot. Your
1: jungle baba is your well, Sasquatch.
0: Not, not him, Maharaji. Maharaji was yeah, your first Because Sasquatch. on a day to day, the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. It's, it's hard to say. Sasquatch, suckwatch, suckwatch. What yeah. the hell? It appears on a I'd much rather see a
2: suckwatch than a sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, they're but they're like exciting. the erotic then,
1: beings. Then the... you FaceTimed with a sasquatch, modern sasquatch. No,
2: the, the the yeah. The long and short of it is, what, so you know, Raghu has talked about this, and I appreciate your observation. And also, I've seen <laughs> Saraswati; she seems kind of overcome by this. And, and a lot of people I respect have run into this person and have mm-hmm. been kind of like moved in some way by his energy or whatever but from a my perspective i just i don't know no disrespect but it's just the kind of thing where i don't know my brain can't handle it i don't want to think about it i don't know what that is so but we have to record the data you know you have to you have to report on the data whatever it may be and i'm fully willing to like admit placebo or whatever but i will say this here's the weird synchronicity was i was like hanging out in the back of where they do the events here. And someone who just run into and was showing me, oh, he sends emo he like texts me and stuff. He sends emoji. I was like, oh
1: whatever. Jungle Baba uses emojis. No, honest
2: to be honest, I was like, ugh, I don't want a fucking guru that sends emojis. So whatever. But I was looking at that and then like and then and then I'm walking out of this place where I was going to meet a friend to give him something <laughs> something something really cool. So was, I wouldn't have normally been there anyway, but I was like, but then suddenly Sarah Swati's on the phone with this guy. And then suddenly she's like holding his, this weird image up on like Skype and he's looking at me, but I've had a dream about him already, which is weird. But then he's laughing the way he was laughing in the dream, exactly the same way. And he's trying to say my name, but he's mispronouncing it. But then the were
1: the thing, I think he just buried the lead. I it, I feel like though if we can rewrite that story, <laughs> is that you rewrite go, it. Is you go? I had a dream, and he was laughing at me, and then on the FaceTime, he laughed, and it was like I feel like we could stick the landing of the punchline because that's a crazy story. Reedit it back. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't tell it better. But what I'm saying is what you're saying is incredible. It was. It's weird, and I just don't want to go. What gloss I, what over I it. didn't like. Incredible. Here's
2: what I didn't like. Here's the report that I don't like. I don't like that I wanted to start crying. I don't like that the hair stood up on my body. I don't like that when after that ended, as I was walking away, I felt like I had like gotten really high on something, and I couldn't really talk. I don't like the person I was walking with was talking to me, and I can't remember what he said. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, it was like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that, and I don't But like- I love all of it. <laughs> I I love that. Me too. I I love love
0: watching someone like you. It's like breaking down. It's like the mind. When I say to you, I've I've seen Sasquatch on a day-to-day basis, (laughs) right, with Maharaji, because that's exactly what happened every day. Shit happened that you cannot compute. Absolutely, mind could not compute it. So it started, what you're saying is, I don't like the fact that there's something breaking up in there, right? Because it's the concepts and I don't like how you see the
2: power onto one person. I don't like that. I don't like. Well, that there's no
0: power. There's n- this. The power doesn't come into this through a person. Okay, this they do, if they are the real thing, they do not have any personal power. Period. Maharaji would say over and over, "I don't do nothing. I do nothing. God does it all." Whatever the God means to you know, however you want to.
2: I just think there's something heartbreaking about it, Raghu. I think there's something heartbreaking about it. There's something that, and it feels innately heartbreaking about it. I, I didn't. like... What's
0: heartbreaking? You're you're breaking, and well, it would be a problem. There would be a problem for you, and I do, and you too. You guys, in what you do, on a day-to-day basis, has a certain premise that could get occluded by this potential. Truth.
2: I don't believe, I don't think that's it I don't think it's career based I'm saying it's heartbreaking on the level of like oh the universe is producing beings that are this sweet and they're gonna die that's what I mean heartbreaking I mean it's like oh you know what I mean it, it's like <laughs> Didn't see that it, going
0: no, not at all <laughs> <laughs> no
2: that's what I mean I mean it's like oh I guess these kinds of beings are kind of floating in time just like us but they're really really just like giving themselves to the world and they're incredibly sweet and they're your friend that you've never met, yeah. but they're going to die. So now suddenly you have to deal with a whole thing. Like when you're, you know what, when you're a, when you're a kid and you realize your mom's going to die, mm. you know that moment where you're like, wait,
1: I was 32. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember
2: that moment where you're like, fuck, my mom's going to die. Mm. Do you remember that moment? Mm. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, shit, man. Like, really? Like you die.
1: Mm. Uh, uh, but don't you, that's interesting. with With the Maharajis and the Jungle Babas of the world, and and even when I look at Ramdas, who's you know getting older, uh, I'm always like these These are the people that have, you know, those who find the way in the morning will happily leave in the evening. I, mm. I think it's in the mm. I've of, never heard that book it's of beautiful. change. Yeah, I, I got that from Rami D, but he's quoting, and I'm like, these are the guys that found their way. This, this is a guy who found his way in the morning. I don't see these guys going. Ah shit! My heart's gonna stop beating. Not
2: them. When you're thought, throwing a party, and the coolest person leaves,
1: a yeah, party but, is like, but hey, what Jesus on. said, "I'm always with you to the very end of the age." And Maharaji, Sanji, right? That's
2: a sweet thing to say right before you walk out of someone's party. Yeah, but
1: aren't that—that's <laughs> what all these devotees are telling us—is that they're not going anywhere, and that's but he's why he's right
0: in one sense because we're not living that. We're right? not living. What? We're not living the reality that what's the deepest part of ourselves, whatever you want to call it, soul, spiritual heart, Buddha mind, true nature. I mean, there's so many... You know, we discussed that today. I don't know if you were at the session. But we are not living that. So that fear in us that we are expired, finished, you will not ever be again once we are not living it. So when you meet... Like when we met Maharaji, I never thought for a second he was going to die, ever. And then one day, I'm sitting in... in uh, I had come back to America, and the phone rings. It's Ram Dass. He says, Raghu, I have to tell you something. My whole body went into a bolt upright. Talk about every hair on my body standing up, because I, you know, I knew right away. Maharaji left that body at six... o'clock, whatever. In vrindavan and I was so angry. It took me years and years to come out of that. Mm. You did that to me. It's the best thing I ever had. With you know, it's it's in the it's in the uh, the prayers to the Guru. You're my best friend. You're my mother. You're my father. You're my sister. You're my brother. You're my wife. You're my children. You're everything. Everything and everything went away in that moment. Now, if I had, you know, I was—I don't know—27 years old or something. Uh, if I was steeped in the reality of karma, reincarnation, soul, you know, all of those things from the east, it would have been like a nothing. And you're right. Meeting that n- number one, it having that leave is like how you can't handle it, you know, having that kind of love that's completely unconditional leave is an impossible thing but it also informs our own inability to uh process the reality of impermanence and death and that's really what this is all about
1: well that's yeah i was wondering if you are projecting you go look at this wonderful thing and it's going to die and isn't that just us saying look at look at anything i, I don't like yeah. thinking that you're going to die impermanence well, you don't have
2: to worry i'm not going to die <laughs> nice
1: you haven't yet i mean
2: <laughs> no i mean like there <laughs> is a uh i no i'm just, this is where my brain lands in the universe right now it's just like oh there's this kind of poignancy to it and it's like you know it'd be better to have not met something like that because like in a weird way because it's like oh shit like i don't want to see that I don't want to see that laugh. I don't want to see that laugh. I don't want to see that sweetness. It's too sweet. I don't want to see the way he's looking back at these people around him. And this, I don't want to see that.
1: But isn't that the game? I'm I'm a little surprised. No, I by like this. it. But I'm just saying, it's if just he was like, here all the time, who cares? We'd just be going like like you're telling us we should. I'm excited to maybe meet this this man. That's a wonderful thing. And if I had eternity to do it, there'd be no pulse to it. I would just go, well, I'll see him. I'll see him at some point because I'm, I'm eternal. Saying, he's eternal. That's the way. I'll it, make it to India. Right. I'll see every corner of that's the globe the because I'm,
2: I'm eternal. I'm just saying that's the way it like hit. The way it hit me was. I don't mean to correct your feeling. By you the can't way. correct. <laughs> it, right? I don't think your you're, feeling is I'm valid. I'm just saying the, the way it hit me was just like. We, there's
0: a lot we need to correct about his <these> feelings. Nothing. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm
2: perfect. I'm no. the baba. <laughs> you know what I think
1: it is, D- Duncan, is your role in my life is you always calm me down. So it's interesting to see you feel. Yeah, I, role be, no, I no, for, Number one, I don't need to be you calm. Me, you've calmed me down three times this retreat. Th- thank you. You're, but I, you're I a I rock for me. I don't feel
2: me. like I want, would want this to be calm. <laughs> if he's a rock
1: for I you, know. you go got a He's a rolling rock, frog. a bottle of rolling yeah. rock. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> no. I, I don't want to be calmed down. I like, no, I know. I like that poignant sense. I'm just reporting in on what the feeling was for me having met him and then like coming back here in this room and then sitting in on the bed for a second to get my shit back together. And then like just the me being like trying to measure up the intoxication, like, cause like the second I'm like, all right, this is like definitely feels like a little bit like acid. But it's not acid. Like, what is this? This feels like some kind of, like, you know, I am trying to compare it to a, your mm. brain is trying to compare it to a psychedelic yeah. you've taken. Mm. You're like, well, I don't really know what the psychedelic is. And then there's the unnerving aspect to, when I take a psychedelic, I immediately do this, like, really, uh, uh, from doing psychedelics since I was 16. I, am, I have the temporal calculation I immediately do with any psychedelic I take, so... What is that? What do you you mean? What I mean is, so for example, let's say I took LSD at like two o'clock. I'm going to know like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll be able to go to sleep by 11. Right? Like I do calculations, uh, 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 those uh, uh, kinds of calculations, because you know when you're coming down.
0: Or I do that. Or with I coffee. know I, uh, Thorazine will be good around two, two, three. <laughs> that's a true, that's
2: someone who was like taking the real shit back in the day. I, yeah. We didn't have, we don't keep, this is, we don't, we're not taking this 300. This is disco acid. We're not taking, taking 300 it. microgram yeah, doses right. of like the, from the brotherhood. Right. But you know, and right now, the way you do it, it's like, oh, you know, I'll probably go to sleep by 10. Yeah, right. So when a kind of psychedelic state falls upon you, from skyping with someone, hmm. one of the disconcerting elements of it is you have no calculation for when you're going to come down. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's, that's one of the
2: weird moments it. is you're like, well, that's I don't, fun. I don't know mm. how long that's gonna, this is gonna last. Mm. Does this go on for like oh, Jesus. how many this, hours? Does well, this go on for? It's called.
0: Yeah, this is potentially a very dangerous drug. It, it could be a lifetime <laughs> dealing with this shit.
2: <laughs> and also, you guys can't see Raghu Marcus, yeah. but what you wouldn't want to see right now is someone wearing black headphones fashionable glasses on who looks like ragu looking at you going this could last your whole life
0: <laughs> but the, when yeah, you buddy. first called me years ago oh, so many years ago when he called me to say you know you guys got to be doing podcasts and this is how this whole you know that's why he's guruji on podcast so at that moment you should not have made that call what call do you yeah <laughs> because that moment was the oh, moment. That's right. what Jack
1: Cornfield quoted today. It was like, call upon the gods, but don't be careful because the gods might answer. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. And they'll bang that's on a... your brass until
0: they turn you <laughs> that out hey, be gold. Beautiful. Tell that's me, wait, you were mentioned something before, so I want to hear a little bit about it because we haven't talked in a long time. Yeah, you're doing a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me it's about it. I was doing it, it last time we did. Because this boy, this boy, also, boy, also could forever. change your book, maybe. <laughs> I know it is
1: interesting, but the book is just a time capsule of something that's kind of already happened, which was a uh, taking me from losing my faith because my wife left me, and uh, and then regaining it in new ways. So I'm writing the book to restore. I've met a lot of people that have like gone through very similar experiences. It's actually kind of trippy. A lot of people come up to me and they're like, my wife loves me. And then I also had a crisis of faith. And then your podcast helped me. So I was like, "Oh, I want to just like chronicle that journey because it seems to relieve suffering in people. Wow, That yeah. sounds very self-righteous. But Realizing. I want to write the book to restore a vocabulary for what I call what is this? Just kind of like a general uh, philosophical spiritual itchiness. What is going on here? What's it all about? and also relieve that suffering. Mm. And there's a certain psychological benefit that I've experienced from reclaiming some of the some of the icons of my youth, like Christ. Mm. I love, Duncan's hat says, I love Jesus. I, I told him <laughs> that when I did his podcast, he was the first person, and I was <laughs> raised Christian, the first person I, I met that said I love Jesus in a way that was completely unembarrassed and, and, and passionate, and I meant it. It wasn't just like kind of, towing a line or or belonging to a group. This was a guy who didn't have to, wasn't expected to, in fact was expected not to Mm. and still loved Christ and I was like holy shit like the door cracking open ever so Mm. slightly back to those icons and those images and those metaphors Mm. feels really, really good. Mm. So even though my spirituality is constantly fluctuating and being changed by things like that, I want to tell the story of losing it and then seeing the beauty of losing it, and then rebuilding it, and the third part is is through this stuff, through Ramdas and mm-hmm. through that story I told you off mic about Krishna Das. Or yeah. Was that on mic? I don't
0: remember. Yeah. So what? Talk about Christ. What is your renewed connection like?
1: Yeah, I loved the last time. Sometimes I take psychedelics and I remember Christ, and for some reason that word for whatever it is really. Means something to me it makes me laugh and Hmm. smile and fill up Hmm. Uh, jack cornfield was telling that story about the guy who got into all this stuff and the buddhism and the krishna and the and the malas and all that stuff but as he was dying wanted jesus on his table Uh and i was like oh that's that's me the ones that get in at the beginning have a psychological tie but also it's just kind of like your first taste of it and it's special it's like your first kiss or something mm-hmm. so now I I look at Jesus as sometimes speaking as Jesus this is basic stuff for for you guys I'm sure and sometimes speaking is the Christ which is when the big bang happened that was the beginning of this awareness and that was the beginning of Christ and when he says I am the vine and you are the branches I always used to take that as like he's the he's the commander-in-chief and we're his foot soldiers and now I'm like no he's saying we're all one thing I'm the Christ is the vine and where the branch is like God is a tree, like the mm-hmm. trunk and we forget and we're being all branchy and I'm growing a berry over here and that one's over there being evil and dry and kind of fucking birds up. But like, we're all part of this one thing. So it was very fun for me to take, and Ram Dass does this, take these Hindu ideas and Buddhist ideas and kind of bring them into a very welcoming place. So that's who Christ is to me. I, I love, I used to pray the prayer, the sinner's prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, because I felt guilty because I had been masturbating or something. <laughs> so I it was like, a, I'm sorry, please don't kick me in the furnace. And now I pray that same prayer and, and it, it's very moving to me. And I'd say, have mercy on me, I'm a sinner. It's, it's like, have mercy on me, I'm separate have mercy on mm-hmm. me i forgot that's beautiful i, I forgot love that. the tune i've lost yeah. my flow and when you get back into it and sin and all those things, this is all in the book sin are those things that are impeding that connection the the song coming through the airwaves and you're the radio and your antenna's just a little crackly it's not the thing that makes elephant stampede and dust kick up and washing themselves in water, the Himalayas and all these things, isn't mad at you. It's waiting for you. You know, it's, it's a completely, it's a paradigm shift. Yeah. Pleasing it because it could squash you or like yeah. trying to let it f- flow through you is yeah. such, a f- such a wonderful gift.
0: Well, you know, we, I know we've discussed this before, especially with you around, when we went to India, we had, we were introduced to Christ. Mm. Bec- you know, I mean, me and Ram Dass and a couple of the people that you know, Krishna you know, grew up Jewish, mm-hmm. as Krishna said, on his mother's side. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had no concept. I mean, the first thing, sitting there with Maharaji, he went, where's your cross? The first day. Wow. And I'm going, cross? Like, I'm Jewish. Right. And then Hanuman... And Christ are one. Yeah, right. Over and over and over and over. Did you read his book? What book? Uh, old, the New Testament. <laughs> so we started reading it. So we became completely immersed. Yeah. in this. Isn't it funny? That. I say Ramdas
1: did it, but really Ramdas was doing it because Maharaji had done it. This is a new yeah. shift for me, as I yeah. keep going. Ramdas feels like my guru, and people keep going. Well, he's channeling Maharaji. So you're you're really
0: just kind of yeah saying your pot dealer is your connection <laughs> yeah, when really I the know. drug is, is which is thing. what He's you know him. my first minute with when i met maharaji i only knew ram das i loved him and i trusted that's we, you know this whole retreat is around trust which i want to get into this thing yeah. a little bit yeah and i got there and i maharaji i went oh shit that's what ram das was all about yeah. Talk of that, it just was a flow through well, that, is, that would have been blasphemy to me,
1: to say mm-hmm. Hanuman and Christ are one. And now yeah. I have complete peace with that. And KD actually took it further and was like, when he did my podcast. I don't agree with it. Huh? I don't okay. agree with the statement. Oh, boy. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I finish my point? He, yeah. Because you might disagree with this. It'll give you more to disagree yeah, right. with, which will be fun. Um, KD said he thought Maharaji was a reincarnation of Jesus and he was like I, Jesus I, he was like Jesus I, he was like I shouldn't even be saying this yeah he said it oh, on my podcast check it out be, so know. he was saying it was the same energy come oh back. energy yeah, yeah.
0: Right. well what are we talking that's why you know first of all you wait. have to you get if the, your... if the
2: idea is Hanuman and Jesus are fun. one if the idea is Hanuman and Jesus are one <laughs> let, let's look at the actual mythology I'm talking I'll about about tell elephants. you what, what I, I'll okay. tell you what I love about go it go ahead go okay, for it okay thank you let's talk about Hanuman first Hanuman little m- m- super divine monkey, doesn't know his own powers, tries to eat the sun. It's beautiful. It's great. I wasn't raised okay, in India. Okay,
0: careful. Jesus, I don't want you to get hurt saying things that are so weird. Oh, so weird. now it's voodoo. Now it's yeah, superstition. Right. Now it's, yeah. Is Hanuman going to get me, Raghu? Is that it? Like uh, Right over the head, head with that mace. It's Hanuman. coming. There
1: are so many Hanumans in this room. There's one in, oh, There's one right here.
2: Right. In, in, in here. Oh, it's, God. It's, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Okay, go. <laughs> go ahead. Let's like... Let's be specific here if we're going to get into, like, trying to, like, create some comparative mythology here so that we don't end up diluting one or the other in some, like, weird attempt to fuse the East with the West. That's all. And it's like, you know, there's something quite beautiful about Hanuman. And I I won't pretend to understand it because I wasn't raised in India. But there's something incredibly beautiful to me about Jesus, and it's not a contest or anything, but one of the things I love about the story of Jesus versus Hanuman is that Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, prior to the crucifixion, when he says, take this cup away from me, yeah. is an example. And as far as I'm aware, the only example of a Messiah yeah. being trying to get the fuck out of his job. <laughs> and to me, there is something so innately.
0: Wait, wait, I, maybe I don't tell the story. I don't know what you. He's mean. saying,
1: "Don't make me do this." And so, in the, in the, so the there's like a is, moment of doubt in
2: the Garden of Gethsemane. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Christ and the disciples have, have all, the disciples have gotten hammered. They're all drunk on wine. They've all fallen asleep. So his friends, who know he's gonna like, the, he's been saying, "I'm gonna die. I'm about to die." Mm. His friends have completely abandoned him. They've all passed out. Whatever, it's no big deal. I, my friends would do the same thing. I'm sure, but that doesn't make it you feel that much better. And so he goes wandering away from his friends who've all fallen asleep, knowing he's about to die. He's completely alone. He's in the garden. He says this prayer. If there's any way for you to take this cup away from me, please don't. I don't want to drink from this cup. Mm. I don't want to die. I want to hang out with my friends. (laughs) I like it here. I don't want to die. And I think there is something so intensely and innately human about that versus any other mythological archetypical figure that to compare that being with any Zeus, Hanuman, whoever it is, is not fair. It's not a fair comparison Mm -hmm. because from an existential perspective, I cannot think of another more accurate representation of the predicament of what it is to be a human,
1: knowing you're going to die. Couldn't you say, because I agree with you, I don't want Snow White to be Cinderella. Like We need those two separate stories. Yeah. And those two, two separate things, uh, beings. But I mean, like, if you reduce them down 100,000 times just to their essence, couldn't you just be, like, very similar?
2: I think if you reduce <laughs> anything 100,000 times to its essence, you no, get a well, bunch of, of goo. No, you don't have to go
0: that far. I mean, the the reality a of, <laughs> of, of a being that, Christ, unconditional love, service, complete uh, abandonment of self. Okay? And
2: trying to get out of his job and and well first
0: of all that's a reportage by who one of the oh, gospels. all the gospels
2: matthew go- mark luke and john all the synoptic gospels i don't know the book of john but i know it's in every single synoptic it's in the synoptic gospels. okay well and yeah. also let us not forget one of his final <laughs> words on the cross was father why have you forsaken yes, me right. so we're looking at a tortured being who upon the moment of annihilation prior to the last thing he said, which is into your hands, I commend my spirit, it is finished. Right before that, we were looking at the great dark night of the soul. We're looking at the being that is supposed to be a representation of like the most divine thing saying to the universe, where the fuck are you, man? What the fuck happened? This is not going the way it was supposed to go. You don't say, why have you forsaken me? As a joking thing, like if you don't come to the table where I'm like, where's ragu?" I don't, when you, if you're late to a meeting, I'm like, why has ragu forsaken me? When you say, <laughs> why have you forsaken me? You mean I've been abandoned by you. I've been betrayed by you. I've been abandoned and betrayed by you. The thing that I thought I, I could. I
0: think this choose. is just a bunch of. You know, this is the Christian church kind of stuff. It's that, where does Jesus
2: come from? It's the yeah. Christianity, Raghu. This is what's beautiful. Jesus about Jesus
0: is Jewish, and you're he had like a little his, bit of that thing going on. No, no, no. It's like, why do I? No, have you're, to do you're, it? what am I doing? You're, you're, you're,
2: you're right. <laughs> you're right. Unconditional positive regard, unconditional love, pure forgiveness for humanity. But the one thing, that the spice that you're, you're leaving out a very specific spice. He acted
0: in that way, in my mind. I mean, I don't know anything. In my mind, though, he acted in that way so as to bring all of these souls into a certain place, uh, like you mm -hmm. are doing right now, of how I can identify with that. Yeah. He did that Uh, for... Don't you
1: feel like if Ramdas were here, he would go, Christ was afraid, but he did it. Anyway, because that's yes. how much he loved God. That's what I think, and that's so, the Hanuman. But the way you're it.
2: saying it, he
0: said it. Would all be like, hmm.
1: but the way you're saying
2: it, the way you're saying it is he was putting on a
1: show. <laughs> Take a twenty-minute break. That, the, the way not you're not putting he, on he, a
0: show, but he was yeah. acting in a way that needed to be. He needed to be that actor in that. I, moment. I a different
2: story. No, I will, That's a different story. I will tell no, you. No, no,
0: I'm saying he was acting in a different. He story. was. Yeah.
2: He, no, I, I. don't think so. We I need think to he, bring
0: was, this up tomorrow. I think when he we was. thing with I
2: think he was horrified. I think, you he, think was, he was
0: actually had fear.
2: If he was, if he didn't, then I don't give a fuck about Jesus. You know, what?
0: he was horrified. He's a very tough guy here he was, in terms of his gurus. He eh? was,
2: he was horrified.
0: That's why he does. You know, he doesn't want to meet the real Ra- thing Ra- Ragu- because Ra- it'll get. He could be destroyed.
2: No, hmm? no. I just think that like you, you want Jesus to be uh, Santa Claus at a mall, and I'm telling you, that where he's putting on a show. Oh, I'm going to pretend to be freaked out to help people. No. This was a living force of divine love that was as terrified as a little baby sheep about to get its throat cut in a slaughterhouse? That's what it was. Well, it was but. terrified. It was his father. Why have you forsaken me? It was the 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 mewling baw of any innocent oh. creature about to be slaughtered. Damn. It was the shriek of the dying. Now innocent. I'm really
0: happy that I'm Jewish. Okay, uh, that's then no. I but never to, had to you know, it's funny. That. I mean,
1: you're you're hitting on
0: something that is unique about the Christ story. Yeah. Um. This is just, some podcast. I don't know uh, what this. Uh, the uh, I guess we don't have any, many fundamentalist listeners. But
2: I <laughs> I'm just saying, don't take the passion out of my Christ, man. Okay. Like you want to make it some kind uh, of right. show. It wasn't. Well, yeah. He was Martin dying. Scorsese's he was here, freaked you know? out. He was dying. He was freaked out. There's No way in the that, world
0: that I would ever believe that. Okay? That that's Not also that I have a big time relationship with. You know,
1: I'm not even trying to take away, because you're really having fun with the story. You know, it's giving you a lot of meaning, and I, I think that's completely valid. But I do think this is where the metaphor thing comes into play, where I don't know if we know exactly what was going on with, with Jesus or Hanuman. And that's, Richard Roy says, metaphor is the only language we have to yeah, speak sure. of God. So this story is true. You're you're reporting it accurately. That is the tale as it's been told, and I think yeah. that's valuable. I think there's still room for it being like, well, it's so much bigger than that. You okay, know, it, it's personal not, experience. Okay,
0: yeah. so Neem Karoli Baba, NKB. So, somebody comes <laughs> uh, one day and it says, "So and so is dying. We know you could. You have the power." And he just tosses it off. What? Who? What am I to do? That's. The, it's, death is death. Life is bang. I'm not saying this, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving you the details of that particular, but he, the main point is that he, he tossed it off. Well, that was
1: similar when someone told him Ananda my Ma died, and he was like, we're all dying. Like yeah.
0: he, he, he didn't mourn it. He was just, coming, no. what are you going to do? Next person, then, you know, another time somebody comes and says, so-and-so is passing, uh, whatever. He's like crying, crying and crying and crying why we could never understand something like that never i mean my day-to-day with him was there was nobody home there was nobody in duality that would react like that so i I, it's a mystery and this thing with christ to me is part of that mystery
2: okay well let's add let's just let me throw something out here and this is incredibly i just thought of it
1: i want for the record i didn't make it all jesusy <laughs> <I love you. laughs> this wasn't me it's my, i think it's a perfect
2: entree into what we're talking about but let's yeah. just imagine this let's imagine you had to watch neem Koli baba get beaten and nailed to a crucifix and on the crucifix wail out into infinity why have you forsaken me? Ram, why have you forsaken me? And if you can think about that pain, now you'll understand Christianity, which is why when you run into a, a real Christian and there's a great picture in national geographic where they were like, uh, they had to like do something in the tomb of Christ where they had to open up the tomb of like where he like was buried and rose again. It's like a sacred spot in Israel.
1: There's a couple of them. Don't but this, yeah, there's that. a
2: lot of them. But there's a, a video, they had to like redo it for some reason or whatever. And so all the monks and the people who like take care of it got to stand around while, when they unearthed the sarcophagus or the part underneath all the other mm. stuff. And if you look at their face, what you see is the face of someone whose brother just died in a car accident. Mm. The grief on their face mm. is transcendent. And to really understand Christianity, which is really the year, the Christian year, is based on the story of Jesus, you know, starting with his birth, ending with his crucifixion, then his resurrection. The whole cycle of a Christian's year is based on the rhythm of this being's life. And so if you run into uh, someone who's like really in that path, they're brokenhearted. Mm. They're brokenhearted for like at least a few months in the year, and then they're not broken hearted anymore because there's a resurrection. Well, but funny. to get to the resurrection, you have to get through the broken heart. And to remove the broken heart from the equation by imagining the being is like, okay, I'm putting on a show is to and to, to, to me to completely cut the legs off the
0: thing. Uh, I get you. I get you. I mean, it's a. I I like the Ram Dass. In
1: Be Here Now, it talks about Christ being nailed to the cross and looking at the centurion with compassion like look at this game we're all playing. I'm the guy you're crucifying. It's not the
2: story though. That's a made up story. The the real story is the being <laughs> is on the cross. He says I'm thirsty. They shove vinegar in his mouth, which could have been opium. There is some hope there. He's
1: fucking <laughs> Well, talk about made up stories.
2: <laughs> well, no, there's no if you get into Christian theology, there's debate because the actually you look at the translation of the word
1: But Jesus looking at them with compassion is subtext. Him saying I'm thirsty and them giving him vinegar doesn't exclude the possibility Ramdas is saying having been in the presence of these open
2: Pot- potentially yeah, vacant
1: sure. beings.
2: He could be he did say what father forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, which to me is one of the great disses of humanity. Because I think what he's saying to them is they don't know I'm Jesus I think he's saying they don't know what they're doing. Like when you see your friend who's like in a blackout and he's pushing shit off the counter and he's like, you know, pissing in the garden. Yeah, He literally doesn't know what he's doing. He's just some dark subconscious habitual force. I think Jesus' prognosis for humanity was it's a a, a, a Gurdjieff-level spiritual machine. There's no autonomy there. They're absolutely like just locked into some habitual mechanism. So forgive them because they're literally just fucking broke down machines or okay, something
0: you're really living on a relative plane though you who are so free of being
1: i know i think you're taking yeah. my place that's why yeah, i said really. i'm not bringing I think this you've up completely Jesus-y. usurped i feel like i'm being the duncan by saying yeah. metaphor is the only language for this so there's something greater than the story and the story yeah. is wonderful to dissect and to talk about what was the intention of the character and how were they feeling and yeah all that sure stuff. And I believe that, but kind of to drive that home, even though I know you know what I mean already, that what's after, what we're really after, can't be organized or spoken about. Yeah. There's a gospel where Jesus doesn't come back. This we in Mark, he's crucified and doesn't resurrect, and that to me isn't an error. It's a clue that we're thinking about it wrong. It wasn't was he mad or was he afraid
0: like a sheep? The real thing. We're trying to get through the words, the the space between exactly you got to get to the, there's absolutely no way to think. And I know you know that. I wasn't explaining that to you. No, yeah. I'm just and
1: saying, you all know I'm what? saying is this don't, is just don't pull the, like, don't, like I think that if you, you don't want to mash everything into I'm, I'm saying don't,
2: don't make a PG version of what really happened, which is, uh, in, in the myth, I'm saying it didn't really happen, like it's all a bunch of bullshit created by the Illuminati to control slaves. Well, <laughs> <but> <laughs> he's back! He's back, baby! But let's, I feel like I just woke you up. <laughs> but let's-, but let's <laughs> No, I'm just saying, but let's imagine in that story, let's imagine in that story, let's just not try to make let's not try to groom it into some Disney character let's let's accept it for what it was which is a broken man who oh, believed accept it for what it was a broken man a broken man oh, who believed in something being proven completely wrong screaming <laughs> to the sky why have you forsaken me Jesus, this and, then is like despa- and then in a desperate and then it's not blasphemy no right? it's christianity and oh, in, a de- and in a, another word for Christianity. all a, right and in a desperate last attempt calling out ultimate surrender I think you have forsaken me and yet still in this sense of forsakenness I give my life to you and that I think is the ultimate metaphor for enlightenment and I can't think of a more beautiful metaphor for it because any enlightenment that I've run into who gets enlightened in some happy day oh walking through the park everything's going great you look at the sky oh I'm having the best day of my life oh what oh fuck I just got enlightened
1: right no, it comes from being broken down. Somebody at this retreat told me a story about a 10-day, si- it's very brief, silent retreat. And he had to sit still, very similar to Ram Dass's story where they'd hit you if you moved. Yeah. And uh, 10 days of that. But the guys that he was in the room with snored, so he couldn't sleep. So he was meditating all day, every day, can't sleep at night, losing his mind, left a meditation because the guy next to him fell asleep sitting up and was snoring as well went to his quarters to try and sleep for half an hour while no one was in the room. The guy comes back and gets the guy, brings him back, goes, you have to keep meditating. And he meditated, was miserable, was having a hard time. And that's what snapped him. He said he couldn't stop crying and laughing. Mm. It sounds like a mental break, but it also sounds like a spiritual breakthrough. Yeah. Where he went into the woods and felt he was on the unified field. He was just like there because he couldn't and I was like you're talking to me like I brought a white noise machine on this trip I got (laughs) earplugs I was like it's very important that you're talking to me right now because I'm the guy that wants that level of control and Ramdas is a similar story where he was getting miserable because he's an achiever like me, and they're asking him koans and they want him to give the correct answer. How do you see Buddha nature in a, the sound of a cricket? And Ramdas, being the good Harvard boy that he is, would be like, Well, you know, everything's everything, and the sound of the cricket is me and you talking, and yeah. be like, Get out of here. And only when he broke, and spent all that's day it. while he was meditating, trying to think of a familial emergency that would help him save face and get him out of there. That's it. Did he go into the? No, that, and he goes, "How do you know you're And how, he goes, that's
0: "Who it. knows, man? I don't know. How are you?" And he was like, "Ah, you're finally learning." I'm going to call this the Gospel of Sri Duncan.
2: No, no, no. Uh. It's not really what I'm saying. Is actually not that far apart from any other like basic Christian theology. But like, if we look at Victor Frankel's Man Search for Meaning, yeah, and you look at like. Victor Frankl talking about being marched to do work. He's seen his entire family murdered in, in Auschwitz. And in this moment of like in the icy cold, knowing he could die, suddenly feeling true love. Like in that, in, when mm. everything's stripped away, mm. in that place there. If you love. want
1: resurrection, you have to have yeah. crucifixion.
2: Not, not the story a lot of us, me included, would like, which is going to come to us in a fucking hot tub because it Mm -hmm. isn't Mm -hmm. it's what's going to happen to every single one of us in this room and every single one of us listening sorry you guys to break this to you is everyone you know is going to die you're you're going to be sitting next to your mother looking at her face and this isn't the person that you grew up with it's a person who you're going to look at her urine being collected in some jug next to her bed and she won't be able to talk and you're going to look at her and you're gonna, and you're gonna realize, like, oh my god, oh my god, this is what re- This is what life. Why are is. you forsaking me? Yeah, and that, and then, and then, what's <laughs> gonna happen is you're gonna hold your mother's ha- hand right after she died, and you're gonna feel love, and you're gonna feel love springing out of that moment, and you're gonna realize, oh my god, here in the room, I'm holding my mom's dead hand, there is more love than I've ever felt in my life, and that's reality. But you don't get there from sitting in a fucking hot tub, man. Which, and forgive me, man. I'm just saying, like, we must admit. Where,
0: I, where did I get the hot tub? Well, you're what? Mr. Right. Hot Tub. I don't no, know. Because that. That's the word around the camp you're, t- you're t- a big hot you're, tub guy. You're turning Jesus
2: into an actor. He wasn't. It's, it's humanity dying at the hands of, like, time.
0: You know, I have the slightest idea. Except you're right. I am the guy in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Because... Uh, And and it's mostly, you know, I met Ram Das, went to India, there was Maharaji, he was 24 years old, and it was the big hot tub. But I was just going to say, isn't
1: it also in the hot tub? And I sound like you, I feel like I'm channeling you. While that story is so true for so many, it's also a guy on a tucket and a blanket rolling around like a baby because you're singing to him. And all these people that we know and love found absolutely a christ-like experience in that sure yeah and so, we didn't do
0: anything exactly sure there was nothing i mean and we've all had suffering because life is suffering it's right? a continuum no doubt but uh
2: let's just not pluck away the one part of the continuum so that we can all enjoy well, one Jesus, part. That, all right well
0: let me let me turn this around because before we end i want to get at this because we're talking about it have we been recording oh, so, so also great. may i just say <laughs> I this that. very quickly yeah i am an atheist Oh.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. You are so fun
0: Wow. This is the guy that had this extraordinary dream of some I somebody know. from a jungle, you know, like 8,000 miles away, and on on the phone he realizes oh shit, it's the same guy. Right. Uh, yeah. Why are they even ah, caring and dealing with you? Actually. I don't know. Are you an atheist?
2: A hundred percent. Do I sound like right, I believe God. this shit?
0: No, you're straight clowning.
2: I don't believe any of this. I'm no read the God Delusion by Richard Dawkins. You're- and then let's do a podcast All right, before
0: you <laughs> before you really clowning. go off that. He's a rascal. Yeah, we. I don't believe anything he says at any moment except his dreams, I believe. Thank you. um, You're just the answer we let in the child. Trust. Trust. Thank you. You just eat stuff and poop everywhere. (laughs) And we're like,
1: oh my God, Duncan was here. All right.
0: right, Okay, you're an atheist. Tell me what you trust in. Both of you, I need to hear about trust since this whole retreat's around trust.
2: I trust you. I trust you.
0: Are you lying? Nope.
2: You are so esoteric. I'm not. I trust oh. you. You're my teacher. I you're, oh my you're my. I trust you. I trust you.
0: I can't trust that whatever you're I saying did, okay, is true. Okay, I made a though.
2: dumb. I made a dumb joke about being an. I'm obviously not an atheist. I trust you, Raghu. I feel very lucky to know you. You brought me into this incredible uh, lineage, and because of you, I'm not as freaked out as I used to be. So I trust you. Hmm.
0: Really? I feel like Larry David <laughs> come up. <there. laughs>
1: See, that's the feeling, gerbil in the chocolate. No, I do. I trust you.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, now I feel like I have this gigantic responsibility. I don't know what.
2: Just keep doing your thing. Uh, Yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, you're doing a great job. Is it, really? are you doing a perfect job? Maybe <laughs> no, not, but you're no. doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And for all of us, you've done a really great work that you don't get the credit that you deserve. And you, you all do right. a really cool. Nobody wants to hear this. Okay, voice. well, no, they do. And I think that you get left out. And I think oh, it's, really? I do. I think you get left out because, like, you're, you're, because you're in an administrative position here. And like, what ends up happening from like running into you, like you said, you sent me this email and you contact me, like, oh, you should. You know, you, you, we, we start talking about doing podcasts or whatever, mm-hmm. and the whole time you're like, oh, my podcast grew or whatever, the sweet thing you say. But yeah. in reality, what's happening is whenever I'm really bummed, you accidentally call me. Whenever, like, shit's going bad for me, you contact me. You let me come to these things. You give me, like, you give me so much. I trust you. So, and, and not just you, of course, but, like, this beautiful thing that you've given
0: me so I trust you well you know okay I'll accept that thank you seemingly to me it's no different than when I met Ram and I trusted him period you missed the session we did this you weren't in it either Right, I did uh, I went to
1: Jack this morning. You
0: know, then right? How could you not come to the? I can't do
1: the two lectures in a row. Thing, Nobody man. does it. What anymore? These I need trades. a break. Nobody I, you know, I I sh- you know what I should Jesus do? Jesus
0: Christ! So don't go to Jack. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I should.
1: I should swap it up. <laughs> yeah, anyhow, you're absolutely right. <laughs> well, we did,
0: we, you know, we did uh, chat about trust quite a bit with Krishnadass and Ramdas. Right? There were some great things in there. Good thing we uh, filmed I, this I, stuff so you can watch it regret again. Um, but I did talk about meeting Ram Dass and just the way that he absolutely engaged me like nobody else had done in my life. Maybe my mother, when I was a baby, who complete uh, unconditional love for a An moment. An loving Jewish mother? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 the way that he absolutely blocked. There was nothing uh, but him and me in that moment. Mm. And I had heard one talk, right, that they had sent me to the radio station. And I absolutely trusted him because mm-hmm. he left everything that was just the moment. You know, be here now, personified. So, you know, from there, I got, I got the realization of where that real trust was. And he Ramdas says trust and faith are synonymous. Although we had a whole talk about that where I said I don't believe they're synonymous. So anyhow, that was a whole other thing. But uh, but to me that, that opening thing in anybody's life is some kind of trust in something, or somebody says something, or a book, or whatever it might be. What do you think about trust? Because I haven't talked. It's funny
1: because I listened to those records, the Love Serve Remember records, at the radio mm. station. Is that yeah. what you were there for? Uh, no, those came after oh, okay. a few years after. Because when I put those on, I'm reminded of why I trust Ramdas and what he's about. Um, because they're so slow (laughs) like there's so many like pauses Mm. and it's the pause it's such a cliche to say but it's those pauses where I'm like oh something something's coming through here this guy's not rushed like like me like Mm. I rush I get emphatic and passionate and stuff and I was like this guy's on the radio and he doesn't give a shit and I love it and taking calls and like kind of Mm. easily answering Mm. weird 70s questions (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like what do you remember any of them?
1: I mean, they're weird.
2: I know, ma'am. I, I do not recall one, right? there's like people on like fifteen hits of acid or yeah. like I was in a mentalist. I couldn't believe
1: everybody knew everything. Everyone was like, I love Kirtan. I was like, how do how do these Americans know what yeah. Kirtan is? Yeah, 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 I yeah. found it, you know, everybody seemed to find it later. But I so I trust that there's something going on and the arc of it being loving and redemptive in in the in the wide scope of things and you know i think it was dante that said god is the love that hung the stars and the way that i interpret that is the thing that's keeping us all from being a swirl of miscellaneous molecules mm. that's keeping ragu ragu and duncan y- y- you it, obviously there's a unifying principle that i trust mm. and love mm. and feel and i trust that very much and i trust my piece of that which is my heart and as I married Val, mm. I've learned to yeah. feel that flow where you start receiving these graceful little things where you're like, oh, I didn't deserve this. Or, or even everything. Not mm. Val and being here and being able to create stuff and share it with people
0: and have it reach mm. people. Okay, that's, we're going to end on that note because that's, <laughs> you and I are so in tune <laughs> with what trust means to me. Yeah. Once you start to have that trust and, you know, for all of this and you have that, the word that from jumps from trust to share, hmm. that's all there is for me. You know, I was kidding you earlier and maybe we weren't talking on, the, uh, it wasn't part of the podcast, but I wanted to grab you by the neck. Yes. And take you. And share. And share. Yeah. You know. That sounds fun. It, hey, can uh, I uh, present like very oh quickly? God. I know Wait, we're wrapping
2: it, it up. Can I very quickly say uh, <laughs> the jumbles
1: and the chocolate? guy, uh,
2: guys.
0: I was uh, trying to get out of this. So guys, please. Uh, yeah. I,
2: now that you're probably thoroughly nauseated by listening to these two hippies yap, <laughs> listen to my YouTube? new listen to my new podcast, <laughs> The God Delusion, Talking Dawkins. It's a podcast dedicated talking Dawkins. <laughs> yeah, it's all just talking about Richard Dawkins and. Uh, just check it out and learn the truth and learn what's um, real, which is you're um, going to die and that's it. See, <laughs> It's on Monsanto.com. It sucks the new, and then you the die. It's the new Monsanto Podcast time. Network. <laughs> 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 Talking Dawkins. You'll love it. Don't believe these guys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the Duncan Trussell family <laughs> Duncan Trussell family and, uh, and Changed everybody. my life. Pete, are you doing podcasts? Yes, you made you it weird. You made it where it's going because you did the HBO show, which you, it, yeah, you I, had never, to, I never missed a week. You never missed yeah, a week. You never, never missed a week. week.
1: Incredible. Yeah. I actually think I'm getting to the point where I need to, if we get to do a third season, I'm going to potentially slow it down, maybe do one a month, just because I'm telling all these people to live good lives and spacious lives and love themselves. And then I'm like, why am I. Not taking a day off while i Hold on, I don't working. know how you do that. Holmes. <laughs> I'm working 18 hour days and then on the weekends. <laughs> that's I'm insane. Chatting with people. I do like, one. I do
2: one. Insane. I do one podcast a week, and I feel put out. Yeah. So the fact that you're producing a show for HBO and doing a podcast, it's, that's it's wild. A much, I
1: think we would just scale it to one a month because I can backlog them. Yeah, you know, do. and then. But
0: uh, just before we go, just a little brief on the HBO show.
1: Yes, it comes back January 14th. Oh. Boy, I hope people like it. There's not
0: tons and we'll of talk this about stuff. what it is. I mean, oh, it's called a Crashing. A, crashing, right. It's okay. going to be on
1: Sunday nights at 10:30 on HBO and then it'll be on HBO Go and all that stuff. Mm. But it's a, it's about it's the what I said earlier my wife left me in real life and it's a show about a guy whose wife leaves him and then like all this stuff you find what is it? first comes the fall then comes the recovery of the fall both mm. are the mercy of god that's kind of the story of crashing in a way mm. i would never say that normal press <laughs> <laughs> and when i do say things like that when judd judd apatow is the producer he yeah. kicks me under the table oh really he's always like stop saying things like that not because oh, he doesn't agree with me but because no. he, he just wants me to be funny and yeah right. kind of sell no, the show just, in an a yeah, exactly. effective way yeah but um Okay. It's about the worst thing that can happen to somebody becoming mm. the best thing that could happen mm. to somebody. Which and is great. And as I do that show, more and more people still come up and go like, mm. that's right. I mean, there's a catalyzing mm. moment that projects me where I need to go.
0: Okay, so this is Mind Rolling. I'm Raghu with Duncan. The German Pete. And uh, here we are looking out at the ocean in Maui. Lucky dogs that we are. And uh, we shall continue on the Be Here Now Network. Go to com, and we'll give you links to what Duncan's doing and what Pete's doing. When's the book coming out, Pete?
1: Well, my deadline's December 15th, so I don't know. I guess I probably have another couple months after that.
0: Okay, well, we'll and let you guys, know about yeah. that. And guys,
2: do check out Monsanto.com. Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about this. <laughs> You're it's like... a. F- it's a... F- hold on, I'm sorry. It's a... F- <laughs> it's a... It's a farmer-friendly company, and we're doing a lot of great work for the world. So please check us. Give us a chance. I'm I know worse we have than
0: him. I just went to the... Somebody came with some gluten-free cookies for lunch, and I went up to the person who handles the kitchen, yeah. Verna, and I said, Verna, really... I love gluten. Can and can you? <laughs> well, this is why
2: you need to try, guys. Go to Monsanto.com. Check out some of our genetically her, modified gluten.
0: I said I like GMOs too, oh and she looked God. at me like, "Are you crazy? You came." In All right, this is the I'm end. do you it. appreciate gonna, them. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for having. Me.